Welcome to this episode of the Medical Affairs Professional Society podcast series, Elevate. I'm your host, Garth Sundem, Communications Director at MAPS, and today we're speaking about AI-powered natural language processing to uncover the story of your data with Lance Hill, CEO at Within3, and Ridge Foster, Global Customer Success Manager Within3. This episode is made possible by Within3, whose insights management platform helps life science companies identify the right people, actively engage them, and get answers that inform strategic decisions. So Lance, uh, we've talked before, and in previous episodes, um, we've chatted about KOL discovery and engagement, and today we're talking about what to do with the data that comes from these interactions. Uh, and so I was hoping maybe you could get us started by describing this challenge. Why is it so hard, especially now, to know what our data means? Yeah. Hey, Garth. Great to uh, speak with you again. Yeah, it, it's it's actually a, an increasingly more difficult challenge. So one of the advantages of how medical affairs has grown over the years is medical affairs gathers much more information from many more sources than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from one-on-one interactions with HCPs, which were always going on traditionally, but now are typically either done, ele- can be done electronically or if done in person, the, the, the feedback or the output of those interactions is oftentimes stored electronically, information coming in through, uh, through call centers, information coming through interactions around Congresses, um, whether it be you know science uh, things happening online digitally, um, and what uh, you know all the way to population health sorts of of understanding and insights of, of what's happening within a disease community at large, and so with all of those inputs, at the end of the day, someone has to determine what it all means and what to do about it um, and how it affects strategy. And a lot of those inputs from someone posting a tweet to an MSL saying, I just came out of a meeting with a physician and here's a big takeaway, it ends up being free text. So it's not structured data, like here's a database and it's always you know, numeric in, in cell number three and I can just do the, do the additions. Um, it's a lot of free text coming in with different contexts and different regions. And the volume of it is higher than has ever been the case in the history of, of, of life sciences. And so trying to pour through that in real time with just people and trying to do that in a way where you're, you're being very objective about what you're pouring through mm-hmm. can be really hard bordering on possible to do at scale. And so that's where, that's where technology comes in is to help teams do that. So we're not just talking about engagements today. We're talking about NLP to survey the wider ecosystem, you know, of the conversation that's, that's going on about your, your data. Lance, is that, does that sound right to you? I mean, are we using NLP not just to figure out what the heck our MSLs are bringing back as insights, but, but wider than that? Yeah. Natural language processing um, is really a technology. Again, it's used in all different industries in all different ways, but, but the investments made in the last several years in life sciences uh, in particular and medical affairs more specifically have taken it from an interesting tool to something that's becoming almost vital. And, and really what natural language processing is doing is an input, free information, free text input from whatever the source mm-hmm. can analyze it, pull out what matters, pull out what's trending, evaluate sentiment, a variety of things, 
um, and uh, you know, gather all that together so that someone trying to understand what's happening within a medical strategy and what to do next can quickly make make sense of it. So, so NLP as a technology is not just limited to I had a an MSL enter a call note uh, into my CRM system or something like that and evaluating it. It really is a technology that can be applied to any sort of, of, of input from any channel that serves medical affairs and helping understand the voice of the customer. Yep. Okay, cool. So Ridge, let's jump to the far other side of what we're talking about here. What are we trying to get? So we're trying to get the, the story of our data. What, what do we mean by the story of our data? Yeah, really, Garth, it comes down to understanding as, as we like to think about it outside the, the four walls of your organization. So what are the, the conversations, the topics that are, that are trending? Uh, what are the experts in the field saying, whether it's from a scientific perspective, a clinical perspective, a research perspective, um, across those different range of interactions that Lance just went through? So having your, your pulse on those conversations gives you a better ability to curate your strategies, calibrate them, and ultimately drive impact um, for your, your product or patients within the, the marketplace and, and disease states or therapeutic areas you're trying to target. Yeah, I've heard people on the marketing or commercial side talk about you know, telling their product story. And mm-hmm. in some ways, it seems like one, one of the goals of medical affairs is to tell the scientific story of, exactly. of an asset or even of an organization. You know, do, do you both, do you think that this sort of listening allows medical affairs to, to not just sort of t- tell the story of data, but to look at a wider picture of what the organization's scientific message is and should be? Yeah, you know, what, what's interesting about what, what you're saying, Garth, there, I think, um, and this is maybe semantics, but I think yeah. really medical affairs is more about two-way communication than telling the scientific story. So, Um, and what I mean by that is telling the scientific story means me talking and, and I've told it doesn't mean you believe it Garth or, or that you, you heard it or understood it. And I think really ultimately what medical affairs is trying to do is to determine if Garth is someone who is important in making decisions around my therapeutic area, you know, determining the best treatment for patients or, or uh, talking about in, in scientifically what matters. My real goal is to try to understand how can I get Garth to understand what I'm talking about? How can I listen to what Garth thinks and bring that back so I can say, you know what? Garth is really coming at this from a different point of view than I suspected. We should alter the work we're doing at Medical Affairs to better communicate with folks like Garth. Um, and that's that, that ability to hear your point of view to understand uh, where you're coming from, how different it is than, than maybe within the four, the four walls, as Ridge just said, within our institution, how we feel about the scientific narrative as an example, and what it takes to bridge that gap, um, or maybe what else is needed from an educational perspective to help you understand um, you know, why our therapy uh, has advantages in, in different situations or, or whatever the case might be. So it's that really... A lot of times on the commercial side, uh, you'll hear words that are more about like reach and pushing the message yes. out and, and kind of getting the message in front of people, i.e. telling. Yeah. What, what makes medical to me so special is medical actually communicates in both directions. And NLP as a technology and AI 
when the volume of communication coming back to medical becomes very, very high and yep. very, very intense, this technology helps you simplify it all. So you can work with it in real time and make the right decisions versus combing through hundreds or thousands of pages of notes and trying to collate what might it all mean and, and in what context. Well, so first of all, I find this so empowering that, that you're speaking to me, Lance, as a decision maker in the, in the healthcare space. But uh, well, Garth, so, you've, got, you've got quite some clout, Garth. So right. we're going to use that example for the rest of the, uh, the segment. Well, well good, light, good, good luck creating this understanding that you're trying to create in me. So I, I, wish, you, I wish you all the best. But so, Rich, how do we do it? So, I mean, NLP, I think most of our audience has familiarity with the term. We know it's natural language processing, and we know we're trying mm -hmm. to create meaning from unstructured data, meaning that there's all these words out there. People are saying all these words and they're typing all these words. How does it work? How does NLP actually create the story of our data? Yeah, well, it, there's, there's quite a, a few moving pieces to it. Um, but I think the, the nice thing is, as you look at the industry over the last couple of years, um, it's really evolved to be much more approachable and packageable to be deployable to two teams, um, particularly for medical affairs where um, the uniqueness of the solutions have risen to a degree um, that they're competitive and in many cases overlapping kind of the uh, more uh, kind of uh, historical solutions or general solutions. And so what it really comes down to is, you know, two, two pieces primarily. Um, you need to have your NLP model and you need to have a way of getting it into the hands of the folks who are going to be capturing those interactions and discussions. Um, so on the NLP uh, model front, you want to be able to have something that is tailor fitted for the discussions that are life science based. Mm -hmm. So really understanding the terminology, the, um, the, the words that are actually being used so that it can differentiate between uh, you know, what is important and not important, again, detecting the signal from the noise, um, being able to understand um, uh, the context of those discussions. So in certain discussions, um, the competitors have, may have a different uh, a kind of tone or a different uh, understanding to it than other contexts or other discussions. So you need to have a, a model uh, that's really uh, trained to understand those conversations um, okay. from a scientific perspective, medical affairs perspective. This, the second piece then is the implementation of that model. Yeah. And that typically comes with the, the productization of that model um, and getting it into the hands of, of your, your field teams who are actually engaging these discussions. Um, and in that case, there's been, like I said, a, a lot of investment into more modern solutions that really are um, built with the process of medical affairs in mind so that whenever you go to deploy them, uh, it it's, uh, handles both the kind of process aspects of yeah. insight gathering and the nature of, of kind of the, the interaction, as well as then the model behind it to help power the uh, concepts or the insights that are coming out from those discussions. Okay, so if I'm a medical affairs team and I realize that I'm overwhelmed by the volume of data, can yeah. I implement an NLP solution onto this a massive lake of data and say, you know, please NLP, tell me what all of this means? Or do I need to restructure the entire way I'm getting data, representing data, you know, how hard is this for a medical affairs team to implement? Yeah, probably the coolest thing, uh, Garth, is you don't have to do any of that restructuring. So uh -huh. literally the tools just ingest the data you have, and that's what the tools are for, so then analyze that data and do all that structuring for you. 
So um, if you're implementing a tool, there might, there might be some upfront where you say, hey, I'm really interested in these sorts of concepts. And I want to come back to the, to the idea of concept in a second and as it pertains to NLP. Okay. But I'm, inter- I'm interested in adherence and I'm interested in the mechanism of action about my therapy. And I'm mm. interested in, you know, a couple of regional uh, things. I'm interested in unmet need. There might be some things that you, that you know based on where you are that you say, when you look, when you apply NLP to all the data I have historically, plus what's what will be coming in, analyze it for all of these sorts of concepts and come back and tell me, do they exist? Are they trending up? Are they trending down? Is, po- is sentiment positive or negative? It helps you group it all. And so the, the great thing about these technologies is you do not have to rework your whole data lake or your data warehouse or your CRM or anything. All you really need to do is feed the data um, in. Um, the, the thing about concepts, yeah. and, and by the way, and that, that's, that typically is very lightweight and does not take uh, that much time to do. And so that's where a lot of companies can kind of go from, I'm not doing any of this at all. What you guys are talking about sounds crazy to me, like futuristic, <laughs> to, oh, we're, we're doing it at a really high level because it's not that invasive in your environment. Um, the thing with concept is really important. I want to build on something yeah. that, that Ruth talked about. When we talk about how you want NLP trained for life sciences, what we mean is it um, no, there is no NLP. There's something in the middle that is called tagging, which basically says, I don't know what efficacy is as a concept. So what I'm going to do is manually say, when you see this keyword, when yeah. I see you know, the word unresolved, I'm going to say that goes under the category of efficacy. And then when I say, you know, when I, when I see the word cure, that is going to manually go under the category of efficacy. So, so kind of the middle is, is companies trying to build out these really complicated tagging systems that try to in advance imagine every word that might attach to a concept that they care about and yep. then run the data. And that's important. But, but kind of where the technology is advanced to now is out of the box some of these NLP solutions have the ability to understand the concept of efficacy using very advanced AI technology so that it can automatically look at the data. And, and you already know things like efficacy, adherence, uh, oh, yeah. mechanism of action, uh, product names, things that are very life sciences specific. You're not sitting in a room defining all of those with a blank slate. Yeah, It already exists. And that lets you, again, even if you're without customization, kind of run those analyses across all of your data and immediately have very robust reporting. And, and that's what's exciting about where the industry has gone the last couple of years is it used to be a very generic sort of approach mm-hmm. that ended up being quite manual behind the scenes with humans tagging things. Yeah. And it is not that any longer. Okay. That, well, that's it. I was going to ask about that. So if I was a company and I was interested in certain things, I could adjust this tagging. Is, is it almost like building a taxonomy where you're looking at, okay, these things are birds and these things are, you know, raptors. And then we have different kinds of hawks below that or whatever. I, it, it, but if you were interested about specific things, you could adjust that kind of tagging taxonomy. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ridge, you want me to Talk yeah, a little about yeah. that, but exactly the yeah, and that's yeah, and that's that's the the more kind of antiquated approach, right? Where that is manually yeah. built by by a customer, their kind of uh, experience in the space, and yeah. looking at the conversations that have happened historically. Yeah, but with NLP and in, in concert with AI, and it's really the AI piece that oh, helps uh, inform the model on an ongoing basis as those discussions are occurring on a on a continual basis. It helps kind of inform that taxonomy all by itself by understanding those conversations. 
So you're really talking about a entirely manual approach with almost an entirely automated approach. Okay. So the past was an entirely manual approach where you had to give the NLP, the taxonomy. Yeah. You know, the right. present is that the taxonomy, and I, I know I'm probably misusing that word, but it's stuck in my head. The taxonomy evolves based on AI, you know, it, it can learn. Um, what, what is the future of NLP to make meaning of data? This is a great question. Yeah, I'd love to take the first first crack at it. I think this is one of the things we're we're most excited for. Um, I'm personally most excited for, and I think uh, you know the broader within three team is. Um, to me, it's it it starts to uh, uh, bring in what we were just calling kind of outside the four walls. Bring that into uh, combining with inside the four walls. So oh. how do you leverage other models that are trained for other discussions that are happening? say through your um, clinical trial management system or through um, your adverse events reporting system and combine that with what you're hearing in the field. So that way you're now getting a holistic 360 view of the trends and conversation, not just conversations, but trends, key items, kind of uh, topics that are surging from holistically across a given therapeutic area or disease state and not just from outside the walls that, um, you know, your field team may be engaged in. Um, and that's, you know, it's, it's a little bit of different models and a little bit of a different kind of productization around it, mm-hmm. but it gets at that holistic view of, you know, what is really happening with this product, with this, this, um, you know, uh, uh, scientific molecule that's in the space. Um, what is truly happening from all these various angles that we want to be able to, to, you know, dissect and slice and understand from. Okay. And Lance, where do you hope NLP will bring medical affairs teams? What, what, do you, what do you want NLP to deliver for teams? You know, what, what I really want is NLP to make healthcare smaller. And what I mean by that is the, the more inputs and touch points that medical affairs can, you know, realistically, there's only so many hours in the day, the more real outside voice of the customer and even inside the four walls as Rich was just talking about that can be kind of gathered up and synthesized so that more voices are included within healthcare, the better for everybody. The more informed um, our HCPs are, the more informed patients are, the better for everyone. And, and one of the barriers to that is there's only so many hours in the day and without tools to help deal with the volume and separate the wheat from the chaff, is this really not possible to go too far beyond the traditional, you know, opinions of the high-end KOLs and, and, and some of those things? It, it just becomes too difficult, especially for smaller teams, um, to really take a, a wider, more connected view, a more democratized view of the participants in healthcare into their plans. And that to me is the most exciting thing about these technologies. They are they're like having, you know, a team of assistants when you're a medical strategy yeah. to help you understand what's happening and synthesize it for you and, and bring it back to you so you can look at it and make a decision. And, you know, how many of us wish we had a team of assistants to help us uh, in our, in our busy lives. That's what this technology really does. It's not, it doesn't replace the need for, for you to make those judgments at the end of the day, but it sure makes your life a whole lot easier and lets you make judgments off of a much, much broader yeah. data set in more real time than if you're trying to do it off of spreadsheets or, or those sorts of you know technologies. So we want to appreciate the complexity. We want to embrace the diverse and complex voices that, that make up, increasingly make up healthcare, but we also want to then 
simplify it. <laughs> so, all right, let's leave it there yeah. for today. Thanks, Lance and Ridge. Uh, to learn more about how your organization can partner with Within3, visit within3.com. MAPS members, don't forget to subscribe. And we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Medical Affairs Professional Society podcast series, Elevate.